0: 17th official Greyhound Time podcast. I'm Armand Siraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. And today we're here with uh, varsity basketball player Hunter Chestnut Perry. Hunter, how we doing today?
1: Pretty good. I'm a little hungry, though. We're going to have to get some food after this.
2: <laughs> Man, I've got a great idea for some food. Uh, I go there at least
0: two times, three times a week. almonds Restaurant. You already know what it is at this point. Just say it again, though. 8127 Maryland Avenue. Gumbo. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes.
2: Snow peas, Snow steak, peas,
0: everything. Bread and butter. Boom, water. <laughs> just just come through,
2: get your food, 8127 Maryland Avenue.
0: All right, uh, now let's get into the interview. So, uh, Hunter, you've been on the varsity team for three years now. Yes. Um, when you first came up your sophomore season, how big of a jump was that? Because a lot of people move uh, especially at Clayton, they'll go from you know like freshman to JV to varsity um, in a pretty even and steady path. Uh, but how is it for you making that jump from the freshman team to the varsity team?
1: It was a big surprise because going through my freshman year, I wasn't really looking at moving up to varsity until about halfway through the year, and then I was thinking that that might be an option. And over the summer, I thought that I was gonna make it, but probably just have a pretty small role with the team. And then just about a month before the season found out that that role would be pretty big and ended up starting my first game, and the rest was history.
2: Yeah, so obviously um, a lot of these guys on the team have been playing with each other since, you know, middle school, even before that in elementary school, but you came uh, as a new student from Colorado freshman year. Uh, So what was it like, you know, kind of having to play basketball with uh, all these new kids that you hadn't met before?
1: It was... A good way to get introduced to the school, I would say. Um, I would say a lot of my first friends were kids from the basketball team. And honestly, it it allowed me to expand my skill set quite a bit because back in Colorado, I, again, grew up with a bunch of the same kids and kind of like formed a role for myself. And no one here really knew that role, so I was kind of free to do what I wanted.
0: Um, so throughout your past three years on varsity, um, you've been playing, uh, down low a lot, playing in the post a lot against some of the, some of the biggest guys in St. Louis. Um, so, you know, for you being a guy, like you're a pretty tall guy, but you know, there's like six, ten, seven seven yeah. footers out there. Uh, so what's it like playing down low with all those bigger guys?
1: I don't love the position, honestly. <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, Clayton does not have a ton of big men. So I was kind of forced to be put in that role. And I just put a lot of work into my strength because I couldn't really affect my height and I wasn't getting a ton of like three point looks from the five position. So it's been a challenge, but I think I've done a pretty good job facing up against them.
2: So moving into your senior season, uh, senior season alert, obviously, Um, what do you hope to accomplish this year?
1: I want to get through several rounds of the districts for sure. Um, Definitely expand my range a little bit. Take some threes because throughout the rest of my high school career, I've taken two threes, I think. (laughs) And I was just like, I was pretty nervous about jumping outside of my role as the five. And I really want to just take this year to have fun and yeah, just expand what I'm doing. Uh, so now going back
0: to your freshman year, um, you know, before the season, a lot of people thought this was just kind of like, like a one stop for you, like thought you were going to go back to Colorado after your freshman year. Um, but then you decided to, to stay and continue playing here, um, and going to school here at Clayton. Uh, so what influenced your decision and did basketball play
1: a role in that at all? It was a big surprise for me, honestly, about staying. I wasn't planning on staying, um. I had a pretty hard time adjusting here, but honestly, I would say basketball, like, was the deciding factor. Like, that allowed me to kind of feel like I fit in. I remember one day after practice, we were playing, like, pickup or something, and a game had just ended, and I was watching some kids shoot, and I was just like, wow, I actually feel like I kind of fit in here. This may not be so bad. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was definitely a big role.
2: Yeah, obviously it's a big switch uh, moving to a new state, but did you see any uh, differences kind of between the basketball that you were playing in Colorado and the basketball here in St. Louis?
1: That's an interesting question. I would say when I moved here, I actually thought, like I was expecting basketball to be a lot bigger here, and when I initially moved, I felt like it was almost not as big. But kind of playing here more and more, and now when I visit back to Boulder, I feel like it's bigger here, so I don't know really, like, what made that shift in my mind, but uh, I mean, it's just, it's different styles. I would say here it's taken a lot more seriously, and kids are given more looks from colleges and stuff, so it's a good opportunity here.
0: Yeah, so I know that um, you were looking to play in college uh, at some point, uh, but now you're kind of... You're deciding, you know, you don't want to do that anymore. So uh, what influenced that decision, Uh, kind of deciding to just go to college for college instead of for basketball?
1: I would say that, again, like with moving, basketball is kind of just my outlet for getting over some emotions and stuff. And I think that pushed me to work, like, extremely hard towards it, but also kind of burn it out. Like, I wouldn't say I'm not passionate about it anymore, but I just feel like that was a different chapter of wanting to spend all my time doing that. And now I'm getting into other things such as my like weightlifting and stuff and art. And yeah, I just feel like it's time for a new chapter.
2: Yeah. Over your past, uh, you know, three years on the varsity team, uh, definitely a lot of ups and downs, but do you have anything that sticks out as sort of your favorite memory or something that you enjoyed the most?
1: Favorite memory. Um, I would say some of the best times were honestly just, like, pick up with the team. Like, not necessarily in practice playing, but just, like, Saturday afternoons getting the team together and playing in the center. It was just a lot of fun and a lot of, like, joking around, but still taking it seriously. And it just felt like a good community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, last year, um, a tough
0: tough loss to Normandy in the the first round of the district playoffs. Um, so, you know, there was such a big senior class last year um, that I'm sure, like, emotions in the locker room, like, it was it was pretty intense just because, you know, like, the strong core of last year wasn't going to be returning. Um, so can you talk a little bit about what's it like not having them there anymore? Um, and even before that, like, what kind of the scenes in the locker room were like after that Normandy game?
1: Mm-hmm. I remember, so after the Normandy game, most of the seniors were either in tears or close to tears and there's just a lot of hugs and a lot of just closeness even though we had just lost because it was a lot of these players last time playing basketball for an organized team and um, back to the differences from year to year I would say that each year feels extremely different throughout the whole team even though last year there was a big senior class I feel like even the year before that even though there wasn't a big senior class. It was quite a change last year. So I would say just each year is a new challenge with new people, and it's pretty much a brand-new team each year.
2: Um, Yeah, so over the past three years, four years, uh, you've definitely had a lot of guys um, older with you that you've been playing with. Do you have any people that gave you some good advice or were your role models uh, coming up?
1: I would say a lot of people just told me to have fun with it and I think that was something that I didn't really do for a while and I was pretty focused on just like success and if I wasn't succeeding then I wasn't happy about it and I think I've taken more into account just trying to have fun with it and knowing that this these next few months could be the last of my um, basketball career. So. Yeah, I don't remember too much more advice other than, honestly, like, if you set goals and you put the work in, like, you can achieve whatever you want, and I truly believe that.
0: All right, um, so, Ladue game last year. Very close game, uh, very tough loss. Um, You know, that was, again, kind of one of those games where scenes in the locker room were probably, you know, pretty emotional, guys were pretty emotional. Um, So, what are your hopes for the Ludo game this year, and what are you going to take away from the game last year?
1: It was a heartbreaker. Um, I would say last year and the year before, our team really had a hard time closing out close games. And we don't have too big of a sample size this year to see whether or not that's going to be the same pattern. But uh, our close win against Lindbergh the other night showed Mm -hmm. some improvement in that area so hopefully that'll carry on and i believe that we have a real shot at ladue this year so yeah we just got to focus on closing out
2: um one of the you know more touchy subjects (laughs) of the past year is um you know the whole thing with davion from um melville and the whole dunk thing um can you just kind of like run us through what went down with that um I know that he kind of like you know you guys are like kind of friends um, just like yeah like what was going on with that?
1: I mean like people made a huge deal about it talking about like oh my god you must be so embarrassed but like I thought it was cool the dude's like six foot eleven I have no shame. Wow, anymore. we did
0: not give him the seven feet there.
1: <laughs> he's def- he's not seven feet, pretty. but uh. Yeah, I would have done the exact same thing. And I tried to take a charge, maybe got a questionable call. And uh, yeah, I got put on Ball's Life, which was crazy. It was kind of like two weeks of fame, which was pretty cool. And a lot of the comments were actually in my favor for it being a charge. So <laughs> I thought it was overall just like a fun experience. Shout out to the comments section on Ball's Life yes, for sir. sure.
0: Clayton definitely showed out on the comments section. <laughs> yeah. there
2: are definitely some arguments to be had <laughs> in the comments section.
0: Um, all right, so Jimmy kind of mentioned it. Played against Davion Bradford, um, Kansas State commit for next year. Um, so you played against him twice so far, right? Twice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, so, you know, kind of going into the game yesterday, um, obviously a tough loss but in a, in a different sense, I guess. Um, so how – what what was your mindset kind of going into the game yesterday, um, after all the hype that he got after the last game?
1: hmm I mean, he went from a two star recruit to a four star recruit after our game against him last year. <laughs> so like, even though he got a ton of hype. Did he really? He yeah, he did. And like you gave him two stars. I gave him two I hope stars. You know and I told him that I made him famous and he agreed <laughs> and he was very nice about it. But uh like it's not like he changed as a player in a few minutes. Like, Even though there was a ton of hype, I wasn't really feeling any different about it. And um, he's, of course, like the biggest dude we'll go against all year. So there's a ton of mental getting ready for it. But um, I was pretty disappointed I got in foul trouble and didn't actually mm-hmm. get to play much against him. But um, Daniel did a, actually a pretty good job mm-hmm. against him. He had 12 points and that is not bad against like a third or fourth string center. So yeah. Yeah. um, So you've
0: been, you know, ever since kind of your sophomore year for for the class of 2020, you've been kind of a leader um, for the guys that play basketball. And I know some people kind of saw your work ethic and really wanted to emulate it, you know, like you just mentioned Daniel. So um, Daniel worked really hard uh, this past offseason and and last year going back to last year as well um so no when so you know when you kind of saw him la- yesterday um you know putting up a really tough fight against Davion um how does that make you feel like what were your kind of feelings going through that especially with you being in foul trouble
1: I was extremely proud of him um he came into the sport of basketball very late and unfortunately didn't get a lot of the fundamental work that you get as a kid and I feel like that has held him back a bit these last couple of years but he has put in so much work and even this last off season when I was getting into more of my lifting stuff and less of basketball he probably if not definitely outworked me this past off season and I was just extremely happy that he did so well against them and that he just took so much pride these last couple of years in his worth at work ethic and um for me, I feel like I'm a person who leads by example, and I'm pretty quiet and don't always give a whole lot of like verbal inspiration, but I think he did a really good draw- job of um, drawing from just what I was doing and kind of doing the same things, and it's put him in a great situation this year. Um, yeah, kind of talking
2: about that, um, when we talked to Coach Cochran a couple weeks ago, he talked about how um, when he came into the program, he really wanted to change the culture, and kind of change, um, you know, the mentality that Clayton sports uh, always came after uh, academics and kids wouldn't work as hard at sports. But I think that um, your freshman year, so our class um, really came in and kind of changed that culture. And you were definitely one of the leaders in changing that culture to working hard and stuff like that. So um, what do you do for some of like the younger kids, underclassmen, everything like that? Like what has been your role in kind of changing that culture?
1: I remember it was either uh, freshman or sophomore year. I was talking to uh, Sammy and Ruby, I think. And I think Sammy said something like, since you have come here, like the whole mentality has just changed. And I didn't really know that at the time. Like I kind of thought that was just what it was like here. So that was a really cool moment for me because it wasn't like I was trying to really change anything here. Like I was just a kid going through some stuff and happened to work hard at something, and it made a difference here. So that was just, just, I was, again, very proud of that moment. And for the younger kids, just giving them a role model and showing them that, like, you got to stay focused, got to put in the work, or else your team is not going to do well.
0: Um. So this year, uh, the district seedings came out for basketball, and everybody uh, in our district this year is fairly evenly matched. Would you agree? Yeah. All right. So um, what do you, you know, Coach Cochran always talks about wanting to close the gap between us uh, and some of those other teams, you know, turn some of those close losses into close wins. Uh, so what do you think has to happen in order for us to come out on top of this really tough district?
1: I think that we really just have to stay focused. Um, I feel like the mentality this year is a little looser than it has been the last couple of years. So I think we really need to kind of come together as a group and really focus on the end goal, which is going to be districts. But um, I also think that this year there isn't really a game that we couldn't win, which I think has just become the case this year and wasn't as much mm-hmm. the case the last couple of years. So that's a pretty cool feeling, just going out each game, knowing that like we're actually pretty darn skilled this year and can make a run in the districts if we work hard and stay focused.
2: Yeah, um, Armand was talking about that kind of getting over the hump um, with those close losses. Um, How do you do that as a team? Like, what are you working at every day in practice to kind of get over that?
1: It's definitely hard to do when you lose a bunch of games by just a few possessions. It's hard to come to practice and stay focused. I think last year we lost something like eight games by four points or less, which it's definitely mentally draining. But um, with this new season, it kind of erases all the stuff that's happened in the last couple of years. And um, again, just staying focused. Like, you got to realize that every play counts and you can't take anything off. And ultimately, that'll put us over that hump. And from what I've seen this year, I think we are there, but it's definitely not time to stop working. And yeah, we just got to drive through it and make sure we finish it.
0: So we mentioned it earlier, um, lost to Melville yesterday. Um, it was not a very close game, but you know, from a game like that, what would you, um, kind of encourage everybody to take away?
1: I mean, our team wasn't at full strength. We were missing Nick, which would have been a big help in that game. Um, I was in foul trouble. Rohan got in foul trouble. Uh, I would say that we just can't get discouraged from that because I don't think that really showed what we are as a team, and we just kind of got to put that behind us and focus on the next games.
2: Um, yeah, kind of talking about that Melville game, but outside of it as well, um, you play a lot of really talented players from all around the area. Um, so what is your mentality? I know how competitive you are, so like, what's your mentality going into those games, knowing you're going to be against Some of the top talent that's going to some of the best schools for basketball and even the team's mentality going into those games.
1: Mm -hmm. I think going into those, you got to know that a lot of these dudes are more skilled than you. And the way that you can beat them is by working harder than them. And I think that is a place where I excel a lot more than other people. So it's just about crashing the glass. Make sure you're boxing out every play. uh, Just fronting dudes in the post, not letting them get any easy catches And if you do that, any player will get worn out and frustrated.
2: Yeah, I think we definitely saw that yesterday. Like, even guys like, you know, Daniel, who, you know, isn't going to be the number one guy who's going to guard Davion, he's still able to lock him up when he puts his mind to it. So um, sort of outside of that, um, where do you see, I know you don't want to play um, basketball in college anymore, but do you see basketball still being a part of your life once you graduate high school?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've definitely been back and forth about college, and um, even if I don't end up playing, it's not a definite no, but if I don't end up playing, I'm still going to want to play all the time at the rec center, probably still play intramural or something um, because, yeah, I love the sport, and it's definitely not going to just end in my life.
0: All right, so uh, the past couple of episodes, we did a little segment um, the, we did it with Blake Bax and Ray Wood, and then we did it again with Leo and Ty, uh, with Ray and Bax, it was, it was pretty good, right?
2: Yeah, it was pretty solid. I think the, uh, you know, hottest debate was over the Popeye's roast right. a sandwich. Yeah.
0: But then with Ty and Leo, Leo made things really difficult. <laughs> so, um, the segment's called Hot Takes uh, with Hunter.
1: Okay. <laughs> so
0: we're gonna, we're gonna ask you about some things, and then you're just gonna, you're just gonna give us a hot take. Right. And don't give us a hot take like, like Sarah's for, gonna for have example, a example. Yeah, for example, <laughs>
2: Leo's hot take for the basketball team was Rohan will have a good year, which would make sense considering Rohan is one of the best players on the team. So you know something a little bold, unexpected, little. Yeah, 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 okay. exactly. Yeah,
0: you know something, to, you know a little, a little ambitious. I there you, you go. All right. So first, um, how far? Well, I mean, do we ask about basketball still? Let's save it for the end Okay, we're going to save it for the end Alright, so start with girls basketball then Yeah. Girls basketball um, How are they going to do this year? Keep in mind, district championship game Each of the past three seasons uh, They still have that really strong core of Sarah, Sammy, Ruby, and Mira Mira's hurt kind of But like not really Yeah, but really. she should be back with I, think the next I think
2: she yeah, played tonight I think she played tonight Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: I think the girls team should dominate this year um, They've won every game so far, right? yeah yeah they right? should i think so it's just been I believe it's like two oh. games yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so two and oh they should win this tournament um hot take is i believe they could go undefeated this year Ooh, yeah. yeah i like it yes uh if they really just have no mental lapses and come ready each game there isn't a team that they can't play with so yeah I like that one. undefeated
2: that's a good one you know, sticking with girls basketball there's a lot of uh, great players on that team we talked about you know Sarah Ruby Sammy Mira who do you see being the leading scorer on that team
1: Ooh, uh I'm gonna go with Mira Mira yeah. is a bucket I like it. I'd say that too she gets hella that. boards too um she's just a very good overall player nice All right, uh, now moving on to
0: uh, wrestling. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Kaylee Ross, very strong wrestler. Yeah. Uh, They have a lot of underclassmen, a lot of whom played football. Now moving on to wrestling.
2: And I know you've met the wrestling coach a couple of times before. Um, Definitely a passionate guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, you know, what could you say about the wrestling team? Huh. Uh, Kaylee,
0: Kaylee Ross went to state. Yeah, losing Losing Jeremiah Jeremiah, Austin.
1: Okay, I would say it's a very unique program. Um, One of the most intimidating girls I've ever seen, for sure. (laughs) Uh, She's not afraid to go at whoever, so that should be interesting. I haven't watched a wrestling match since Jeremiah was here. He
0: was um, crazy. He was really, really good. really good.
1: And I honestly, I don't know a ton about the wrestling team this year, but I believe that they could do well.
2: For sure. Um, Going into girls swimming and dive, uh, just to give you a little background, off top, Miss Long is the assistant coach, uh, just to give you an idea of how successful that team will be. Uh, Also, that's a great thing. thing. That's a great thing. Um, Kellen Model, sophomore, uh, came second in state last year uh and broke uh, a school record in her first meet so you know obviously one of the best swimmers in the state um give me some predictions on that team
1: again like I wish I knew more about those those teams but I don't know a ton um Hearing about her, I'm sure that she can do extremely well, and I think we should get some more people out there to watch those. Yeah. Are they called matches. Meats. <laughs> Meats. 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 Okay. Meats. Swimming watch, meets. Watch Swimmy. those meets Meats. because I don't feel that a lot of those sports get the support that they should. So yeah. I like it. Let's pop out. Shout out, out Greyhound again. time. Shout out Greyhound by Almas.
0: time.
1: Presented by Amas.
0: Um.
1: Are we missing one?
0: Basketball. Basketball. No, I want to say that for the end. Are we missing another one then?
1: Do you ask the same questions
0: every time? I don't think so. Right? No, it's just basketball. Yeah, just
1: basketball. All right,
0: boys basketball. What do we got?
1: Um, we have not had a winning record the past two years, which has been extremely disappointing. And if we don't do that again, once again, that'll be extremely disappointing, and that should not happen. So I would like to win. In the 65 to 75 percent mm. of games. Like Bang. Um, yeah, at least get to, I believe we can get to the district championship for sure. Bang. So We should have, it, I'm not going to say no problem because no game is a given, but if we do what we can do, we should have no problem getting there. Possibly could be
2: district championship Ladue versus Clayton. Yes, which would and be we're one to go right. two and zero
1: against them. Dang! Oh, yeah.
0: dang! Hot take. Talk to him two and zero, and we also did forget a sport. It was girls diving, uh, led by Bridget My Walsh, bad. Brooke Becker, uh, and Abby Suiker and Miss Long. Leo, for context, Leo predicted Abby Suiker, Bridget Walsh, Brooke Becker one, two, three in the state in no particular order, Whew. but he thinks Abby Suiker is going to be first. Uh, yeah. Shout out Abby Suiker. Shout out Ty Suiker. Shout out Mr. Suiker.
1: All, all the Suikers. Sook- <laughs> shout out
0: Mrs. Sucre, too. Yeah.
1: Hot take time. Okay. <laughs> um, Brooks coming off a back injury from last year, as mm-hmm. far as I know, so I'm sure she will come hungry. Yeah. And I think she's gonna do very well this year. Uh, yeah. Leo said one, two, three. Yeah. One, two, three. That In is bold, but. Let's, let's roll scorching. with it. Let's roll.
0: Scorching with it. hot take. <laughs> All right. Now, um Oh, you know what? Let's do the let's do the OG uh,
2: Popeye's oh, yeah. first Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I
1: I've, you had I've not had Popeye's. Oh. All right, but, Jimmy, let's but, talk about but it. but All right. but Chick-fil-A is the best. No, but and basically I stand by that. basically the Popeye's I'm, chicken is ahead, just much
0: crispier. And I'm going to tell you what I told Bax and and Woody. It was uh, Popeye's chicken Chick-fil-A bun cane sauce oh and Chick-fil-A pickles because Woody was complaining that that Popeye's pickles were too authentic which <laughs> I, I don't know what that <laughs> means yeah
2: Woody was kind of tweaking on that one uh gotta say the Popeye sandwich when I had it at least the chicken piece was a little skimpy it was it wasn't the first like cycle of sandwiches. It was kind of the second time when they brought it back. And I think they were trying to save money by handing <laughs> out some thinner. I'm serious. <laughs> let me out jump some thinner in. pieces.
1: <laughs> so Chick fil A will not skimp on the That's that chicken. what I'm saying. You
2: know what you're gonna get when you go to Chick fil A. The service, impeccable sauces better than the
0: Popeye sauce, even though it's not as good as cane sauce. I, you already know. I just decided just now that the two are different enough where they can coexist and you can like both of them individually.
2: I like that, that as well, but when I'm going to Popeyes, I'm not getting the sandwich. That's another hot take. Ooh, ooh.
1: Okay, also yeah, at Chick fil A, do you guys know that manager that has like short blonde hair? Yeah, yes. she's so nice. No, she's. D- it's a guy, the dude. <laughs> there's the girl there's the that girl has with the short old blonde one. Hair. Okay, well, there's a dude there's who has. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Ever since he With came... With the glasses? Yeah. They have been so fast through the drive-thru, it's insane. Drive-thru, as as of, like, two months ago, crazy fast. And, like, you, there will be 20 cars, and you will get through in, like, five minutes. So, shout-out
0: Chick-fil-A. Shout-out Popeye's. Shout-out Cane's, too. Shout-out Almonds Restaurant, 8127 Maryland Avenue. They got chicken, too. Hot takes. All right. So, at the end of every episode, what we do is we ask, uh, we ask the person who we're interviewing... Uh, You know, if it's a coach, we ask them to describe their senior class with one word. If it's a player, we ask them to describe their coach with one word. So if you could describe Coach Cochran with one word, what would it be?
1: Passionate. Mm. Um, I love looking over in close games, seeing him just pound the floor or something like that, yelling at the refs when they do something wrong, (laughs) getting on players when they do something wrong. I would just say he never really steps back and just gets upset with us and just lets us play because he's disappointed. He's always giving us his advice and making sure that we know that he's behind us. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. passionate.
0: All right. So thank you, Hunter, for coming on. Of course. Uh, Thank you,
1: Hunter. Some great hot takes there. Great hot takes, yeah. (laughs) Hot takes.
0: But Better than Leo's for sure. Hot takes. Leo's, Leo's is like the new standard low.
2: Yeah. Bax and Woody had a good start. Kind of took a dip uh, with Leo. Ty had some good ones, though. Shout out, Ty.
0: As Ty said, his back was hurting a little bit after the last episode. Carrying the episode. Car- you know carrying the episode, you know.
2: Hunter, hit him with hot takes. <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Hunter. Uh, great talking to you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Good luck this season. Thank you.